the different types of Democrats. Mr. Reagan. In the wake of the Kavanaugh fiasco, we've seen a lot of different kinds of Democrats, from politicians to regular folks to celebrities, throwing their two cents in. You see all kinds of horrible vitriol on Facebook and other kind of social media, Instagram, Twitter. And so that got me thinking about the different kinds of Democrats, right? Because the Republican Party, although there's different kinds of people that are attracted to the Republican Party, especially now that you have like a lot of like atheist libertarians and people like that joining. Um, so we're diversifying a lot, but the Democratic Party seems to be less of a cohesive group and more of a coalition of different types of people. Most of these people have a variety of different goals and motivations, but then they all share certain kinds of goals and motivations, mostly aimed at stopping Republicans, right? And this is why their strategy of, you know, Trump is evil, Kavanaugh is evil, this kind of like Republicans are all racist and horrible. That's why this strategy works so well, because the one thing that everybody on the left has is a hatred of the right. But just as a kind of way of talking about leftists and Democrats, I would like to go through now and kind of categorize the different groups that I see as uh, the main categories of Democrats. Okay, so the first group that I want to identify is, I think, the most prolific group, the biggest group of Democratic voters in America. I call these guys the dreamers, all right? So dreamers are good people. Like, they're people who genuinely want to make the world a better place. These people tend to buy into certain utopist ideals. So they tend to think that you can socially engineer society this way or that way, and it will bring about a more beautiful society. It'll, it'll bring about a society in which things are more fair, more equal, the kinds of people that they want to see um, in positions of power will have power, things like that. I mean, obviously we, we know the sort of traditional views that you know we need to have more black people in power, we need to have more women in power, uh, you know, basically white people have too much money, you know, we need to spread the wealth, you know, all this kind of stuff. The way that they tend to describe it is to reducing the wealth disparity in America, right? So you take the poor, you bring them up, you take the rich, you bring them down, and that's what you've got. But this is distinctly different from the conservative idea, which is to just leave everybody's money alone and bring everybody up, which, if you think about it, is really what tends to happen in any society that is progressing nicely. Like, for instance, 30 years ago, the richest man in the world did not have the same technology that a homeless guy now carries around in his pocket, right? An iPhone or a smartphone. So now, you know, the homeless guy has access to such beautiful, amazing technology that his quality of life is significantly improved. I mean, he's still living on the street, but he's got this magnificent tool that he can use to better his life. But the Democrats don't think like that. They wanna bring the rich down so that they can bring the poor up and try to make every, everyone as equal as they can. Equal, though, is not necessarily just. You know, how do we motivate people, right? You have gotta motivate people using capitalism, and that's the way forward. You know, the leftists don't all realize this, and so, you know, they've, they've got their ideology. Okay, so within these this dreamer category, you've got a, a few kinds of people that tend to be these, these dreamer types. Young people. Young people um, tend to be leftists, I think, because it, it's a sort of a simplistic view of the world. When you hear the word socialism, what do you think of that? I think of it as more of a positive. I am more liberal. Liberal. Meaning more liberal. I've been open to a lot of liberal views. What is the speech that the United States president gives the nation every year? Uh, Embarrassing. <laughs> the inaugural? The inaugural address. That's a great question. I don't know. 
So the leftist philosophy is essentially this. People tend to be selfish and horrible. <laughs> and we need a strong government to kind of force them at the point of a gun to do the right thing. We need to take their money from you know, rich people and distribute in a way that makes the world a better place, right? Conservatives obviously realize that this is a terrible idea because governments very rarely know what the best way to spend other people's money is. They're inefficient and there is no accountability. So you can have somebody take 10 years to do something that a private entrepreneur might take two months to do, right? Another group within this dreamer class is women, right? Single women specifically. Single women tend to vote based on their emotions, right? And, the, and the, you know, this people will think, oh, this is so sexist, this is so sexist. In my experience, it tends to be true. We are not here to be debunked. We are here to be respected. We are here to be nasty. I'm nasty. I am not as nasty as racism, fraud, conflict of interest, homophobia, sexual assault, transphobia, white supremacy, misogyny, ignorance, white privilege. It's like a situation where if you have like a photo of a little girl, girl at the border crying and you say, well, this girl was torn from the arms of her mother, that can influence a single woman much uh, more readily than it might uh, influence a man, right? A man will more likely think about the facts as opposed to giving into sort of an emotional response. That tends to be true. That's not always true, but it tends to be true. Women tend to vote for the Democrats because the Democrats market their ideas based on triggering emotions, right? So if I don't have all the facts on my side, right? If I'm actually kind of wrong, but I can make you cry because of my story, you might be on my side, right? So that tends to be what the Democrats do. They, they advertise their ideas um, in a way that, that tries to trigger emotion from people so that they can get that response, they can get that vote, they can get that support from the single women voters. Another group uh, within the dreamer class are artists, right? Creative-minded people. I'm a writer, I actually am in that group. I think that way. So. I'm very, very familiar with the way these people think. The reason that artists tend to be leftists is that they are very good at imagining possibilities, right? And it's an exciting thing to, to think that maybe this imagined beautiful utopia could be real, right? Okay, so for instance, one of the things that people like to think is that every race is exactly the same. The genders are identical. Men and women, there's no real significant differences in proclivities, in abilities, in anything like that, right? So a woman should be just as good at sports as a man across the board, right? They should be able to lift as much weight, they should be able to run as fast. Now we know that's not true, it's objectively not true. Over the course of pretty much the entirety of history, you know, uh, women tend to compete in a different class than men because men tend to be stronger and faster, right? That just tends to be the biology of human beings. There's really not much that can be done about that. But in the mind of the creative person, they might imagine a world in which women are stronger or at least that both genders are equally physically capable. And although that might sound lovely and charming to them, it's just not true. So to work within the parameters of that reality and create legislation based on those facts, which are obviously false, can be detrimental to the people for which those laws apply. In politics, you have to be very careful to enact legislation that actually recognizes the reality of the world you live in. But artists don't always work in that world, and that's why they tend to vote, I think, for Democrats. 
Another group within this dreamer category are actors and media personalities, like um, the press, for instance, journalists. Now, these people are similar to the creative types in that they have these kind of creative mentality, right, where they can imagine these utopist ideals and they believe that they can happen even though they probably can't. But on top of that, they have a secondary motivation for voting Democrat, which is that the success of these people isn't driven so much by market forces. So the success of the journalist is not dependent on a capitalist economy, right? A journalist is necessary in pretty much every kind of government. So there's always going to be a market for news. So somebody who is a journalist or somebody who's an actor, it's the same thing, right? Their success tends to be driven by their voice and their face, right? So if you're a good looking person with a good voice, even if you have just a modicum of intelligence, somebody's probably gonna put you on TV and say, read this news. So their success isn't necessarily driven by merit, right? They didn't have to do much to be successful. They, they probably think they did. They probably were like, I worked really hard for my job. But the reality is they probably didn't. The guy working in the steel mill, you know, working his way up over the, you know, over 20 years to become a sort of like a night shift manager or something like that, he probably worked his butt off to get where he was. And like physical labor, like real work. You know, the, the work that goes into being a journalist especially on television or an actor, to be successful in one of those professions, you need a lot of luck. It's much more luck-based than pretty much any other kind of profession. So these media types with creative minds who imagine a utopianist ideal and sort of just get success by some luck that they had, they don't really understand the market because they didn't become successful within that system. Now that's not true, obviously, for all actors and all successful people. A lot of successful people who are actors or journalists did have to work really hard. They didn't get the lucky break that a lot of their colleagues did. And so those people, I think, are a little bit more sensible when it comes to recognizing the value of the capitalist system. But th but I think that that is the minority. That's not the majority. Lucky people tend not to understand how the world works quite as well as people who have to work hard for everything that they have. Now, all of these people are like good people, right? They're people who want the world to be a better place. They're just, they've just been deceived by the left into thinking that the leftist strategy, tactics, goals, and aims are actually superior to the right. And they've been fooled into believing that right-wing people are racist, sexist, misogynist, jerks who just want to make the world a worse place. I mean, it's an insane thing to think, but they've all sort of been convinced of this, right? And this is what taints their view of the world, right? It kind of distorts their view and makes them much more unreasonable than they otherwise should be. And all of this is kind of okay. It's not great. We don't want people voting who have strong misperceptions about the world and have been deceived by politicians, but it gets actually much, much worse. And what gets worse is what we've seen recently with like the repercussions for the Kavanaugh confirmation, right? You see these people pounding on the doors of government. You know, we see people screaming in the streets, you know, protesting all over the place. You, you saw some people in Portland like trying to, trying to tear apart this guy's car that was trying to drive past them. I mean, it's mental. You know, they're like attacking old people. I mean, you know, you saw what happened when Milo Yiannopoulos tried to speak at Berkeley. You know, there was all that property damage done in England. There was all these riots when they raised the rates of tuition. I mean, it was mental, right? I mean, the sort of violent protesting that occurs on the left when they want something and they're not getting their way and they throw these kind of adult-level temper tantrums. This is not productive. This is bad stuff, right? And then the whole Kavanaugh nomination, the whole Kavanaugh fiasco was what we refer to as an any means necessary tactic, right? They were willing to destroy this guy's life to advance their own political power. And so breaking things, hurting people, destroying people's lives, 
These are all okay on the left, you know, if you believe you're a good person, if you believe you're on the side of right, if you're one of these utopists that want to see the world a better place. And this is the danger, right? You take good people and then they start to do really bad things because they're so convinced that they are they are good, that they're good people and they're doing the right stuff. And it's it's really, really terrible. You know, it's really, really bad. But that's the category of what I call the dreamers, right? The good, the, these are the good Democrats. Typical, decent-minded Democratic voters who have been deceived. All right, then, then we get into an even worse group. These are what I call the self-interested. And there are three categories that I have listed in the self-interested group. And let me go through the list. Virtue signalers, followers, special interest groups, lazy people and con artists, and greedy politicians and powerful rich people. So virtue signalers are exactly what you think they are. Virtue signalers are people who, they maybe are passionate about politics, maybe not so passionate, but they find that if they talk about politics in a particular way, they get attention from people. Right? You know, if I say that I'm for women's rights, maybe the girls who are feminists will want to date me. Or, you know, I have one friend on on Instagram. She's a, she's a kind of a famous actress, and she's constantly posting things about how much she hates Trump and how evil the Republicans are, and blah 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 blah. And I see other famous people sometimes commenting like, "You go, girl," and you know, crap like that. And it's just a whole. I mean, it's just it's just so much. Like, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm on the side of good. You know, I'm a you know I'm a virtuous person because I post all this baloney. So it's it's self-interested in that you're not actually helping the world by posting these vitriolic things. You're just trying to get attention for yourself as, I'm a good person, I'm a good person. So the next group you have is a group that I refer to as the followers. This is actually a group that I was talking to my buddy Kurt, and he was talking about this, and I think that he's absolutely right. There is a sort of a group of Democratic voters who are kind of just like people who don't care at all about politics, like at all, but they they vote the way their friends vote because they want to be cool, right? They're sort of the... Um, I, you could call them the peer pressure group, right? They're kind of laziest people. You know, maybe they just smoke weed all day and they do not care, but they're pressured into voting by their friends because, you know, a lot of the people that they know are leftists. And I suppose that you have that in every group. You probably have Republicans like that, all kinds of people who, for whatever reason, their friends are a particular way. And so they're just that way. They're sort of non-thinking like lemmings, right? They just <laughs> they just go with whatever the group is doing and they're perfectly happy to live that way. They're probably the least dangerous of all the people that vote Democrat, they could probably be swayed if they just, you know, it was in their interest even very slightly to be a Republican, they would probably be a Republican. The next group you have are the special interest groups. I'll read off my list of special interest group types. You have like Black Lives Matter types, you have gay rights activists, feminists, environmentalists, vegans, PETA people, stuff like that, right? You've got all these groups, this the coalition of special interests that probably don't really agree on anything, you know, specifically, but it's kind of a you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of coalition, right? Do you think the Black Lives Matter activist really cares that much about the environment? Probably not, right? The, the really dedicated, hyper-focused one. But they're going to vote Democrat to help out the environmental guys because the environmental guys are voting Democrat to help out the Black Lives Matter guys, right? So you have all these special interest groups that are incredibly selfish, right? They're really self-serving. This is my focus. I love the environment. I love trees. I love the whales. And I want them protected. And this is my goal. And this is my, what I think is important in the world and what I care about matters. The Black Lives Matter guys like, you know, I'm for black rights. Black people should be, you know, raised up as this 
you know, as this respected minority group that everyone should bow down to. And, you know, that's my focus and that's just what I think. And, you know, and, and I want the benefits of the government protecting us, or I want the benefits of the government advancing my cause. And so they're very, very selfish, very self-interested, but then they, they've figured out a way that they can sort of join forces with each other to try to make political change. And it's very, very effective. The next group I have written down is called lazy people and con artists. (laughs) Anyone who really truly needs to be on welfare should be a Republican. And the reason is why is if you have any sense of justice at all, you can see that, okay, I'm on welfare because I should be on welfare. I'm poor, I can't get a job, or my job doesn't pay me enough to live, or, you know, I've got some kind of disability, you know, physical or, or, you know, learning disability or something that restricts me from working. Well, should this perfectly healthy person be on the same kind of program I'm on? No, absolutely not. The healthy people that can go to work, they have the capacity to do it, they can contribute to society, they should not be sitting in the basement smoking weed playing video games. You know, they should be out there doing something with their lives. And it's actually not just of benefit to society, it's of benefit to them as well, right? You know, you have more self-esteem when you have a job, when you're contributing to society, when you're contributing to your family, when you are independent, when you have the opportunity for promotions or you have the opportunity to get a raise, right? You have goals that you can strive toward or you can try to get another job. even better than the one you're doing. You know, doing jobs with precision and working hard at them, that's something to be proud of. That's something to that's something that gives people self-esteem, right? Being on welfare, just taking money from the government, there's no self-esteem there. There's no there's no pride in your work. You're not doing any work. You're being selfish and lazy and you know it and that affects you psychologically. But not only do you have people who are just lazy and abusing the system, you also have con artists. You have a lot of guys out there who, and women, who actually have a job. They might have two jobs, right? They work long hours, they make a ton of money in their job, and they're on food stamps, and they're on welfare. I know people who are on welfare, who are on food stamps, and who have a full-time job. To me, it is completely mental, and this needs to be really fixed, right? The welfare system, needs to be fixed. It's unbelievable how much money we waste on lazy people and con artists. The next group I have listed here are greedy politicians and powerful rich people. Now, this group might be considered the most destructive of all the Democrats. It's like Nancy Pelosi. It's like the Clintons. It's like Dianne Feinstein. It's George Soros. It's the people that are leftists in power. They want to have more power. And so they may know what's actually going to improve the country. They may know what's going to improve the world. I mean, it would be difficult for them not to know these things. It's their profession. And yet they keep actively deceiving the American people and people all over the world. They keep insisting that Trump's a racist. They keep insisting that Republicans hate poor people. They keep insisting that every culture is identical. You know, they they keep disseminating all this false information all these ridiculous ideas that they promote as 100% valuable and accurate and useful and all this. And they know that what they're saying is not true. They know that what they're saying is not true. And yet they keep disseminating this misinformation, right? This propaganda. And they do it so that they can stay in power. They do it so that they can make more money or that they can keep their job or whatever it is that they want. Whatever it is that they want, they can get that through these deceitful tactics, right? Deceiving the regular voters in the world. I mean, I think George Soros has even said some un unbelievably horrific things. Are you religious? No. Do you believe in God? No. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of of what I do. You're a 
Hungarian Jew, and you watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. My understanding is, is that you went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jews. That's right. Yes. Was it difficult? Uh, uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. It, uh, it created no, no problem at all. No feeling of guilt? No. Well, actually, funny way, it's just like in markets, that if I weren't there, somebody else would, 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 would be taking it away anyhow. Getting elected is expensive, and representatives are beholden to their supporters. Those who don't play, who don't play the game, uh, don't get elected. And yet people still sort of value him as like a benevolent entrepreneur. We need people like George Soros, who is fearless and willing to step up when it counts. And the last category that I would like to talk about are sadists. These are people who actually want to tear down modern society. They want to tear down Western civilization. They want to actually make other people's lives miserable. And you might think, well, those people don't really exist, or there's not going to be a lot of them. There might be like a couple of lunatics here or there. I would challenge that presumption. I had a good friend in Portland, Oregon. Uh, he was a really smart guy, really funny, uh, which was the main reason that we were friends, um, but a strong atheist and admittedly wanted to bring down society, wanted to do things in society to make it worse. And he was a strong Democrat. And I think that says a lot. If you're a person who wants to bring down society and you're a strong Democrat, what does that say? I've never heard of like a Satan worshiper or an anarchist or one of these, one of these kinds of people who vote Republican. I've never really heard that. So getting back to my friend, what's his motivation? Why does he want to tear down the system? Why does he hate everything so much? It's because he felt that he was dealt a bad hand in life. He was probably one of the ugliest guys I've ever known. <laughs> I mean, he was he was a difficult person to look at. And so I'm not, I'm not like saying this because I don't like him. I, I love this guy. I just don't live in Portland anymore, so we don't really hang out. Very smart, very smart guy. But he had this chip on his shoulder. He had this resentment of society. And it's actually a strong indication of the way a lot of people in America feel. A lot more people than you might suspect. I think that there is a significant population within the United States and in Europe and maybe throughout the world who see the prosperity around them, who see other people being respected, who see other people who maybe have the stuff that they want, and they're envious, they're jealous, they want that, and they suspect that they can never have it. They think, well, I'm never going to be that guy, so I'm going to just make life miserable for that guy. If my life's going to be crappy, I want everybody's life to be crappy. And they'll actually vote for legislation or vote for representatives that they genuinely think will make the world a worse place for everybody might even make their own life worse but that's okay they're willing to make that sacrifice in order to bring down everybody else it's the most spiteful kind of way of thinking you could possibly imagine and yet it's the way a lot of people live their lives everyone i've known who's like this every single one of them is on the left I think that says something so profound. It says that people who are intelligent enough to know what is going to make the world a better place, but want to stop it progressing, want to make it a worse place, vote for leftists. Vote Democrat. So I think that if we recognize that, we see, okay, who are the people who really are trying to make the world a better place? Conservatives. In America, it's the Republican Party. And I think that this spite, this resentment, there's a, there's a line that runs through every one of these groups, right? Even the ones that are trying to do good in the world and make the world a better place, there is a certain spite to it. I mean, my friend 
in Oregon who's uh, my, my sister's best friend's husband. This guy genuinely wants to make the world a better place. He's a devoted Christian. He's a good man. But he, he looks at the disparity in wealth between different people, and he says that person shouldn't have so much, right? And again, and again that's a kind of spite, right? That you're, you're saying there's no reason that that person should have that wealth. Some people who are rich are terrible people, right? I don't want them to have the money that they have either, right? But the system works with rich people in it because a lot of times those are the people who are actually pushing us forward, getting everybody jobs, improving technology, creating better goods and services. And that's the only way to make life better for everybody. The capitalist system has made everybody's life better, whether you like that there's rich people in the world or not. So I, I do think we have to recognize this sense of spitefulness on the left and understand that a lot of the motivation for voting for leftists, for voting for Democrats, comes from a position of envy or spite. And I think that this is hugely problematic, and we have to figure out a way to remove that from the hearts of people. And I think the only way that you can do that is really to try to create motivations for people to just be better people. And I think that that's one of the reasons why Jordan Peterson, as a phenomenon, is so good for the country and for the world. He's actually encouraging people to be good people on an individual level, right? To have respect for themselves, to have respect for their own lives. And, and that's what we have to do for people, really. We have to get this message across that everybody has value and everybody has a huge amount of potential and they need to strive toward noble goals. They need to try to do great things in, in their lives that are genuinely going to make the world a better place. We should, all, we should all be motivated by positivity, I think. We should all try to look at the world. How do I do good from a neutral position or a positive position instead of a negative position? All right, well, that's it for me. On my Patreon, I have now set up a series of tiers. I think the first one is like, you just get these videos a little bit early. I think at like the $10 level, you get a Mr. Reagan pen or something like that. Uh, and then it just kind of goes up from there. So if you'd like to contribute to this channel and help distribute the ideas of the spectrum of rationality, please go to my Patreon site. It is down in the description. If you like this video, make sure you hit the like button. If you want to see more like this, please subscribe. And if you hate me, you're probably George Soros. Good night. I want to hear only, is it morally right? And on that basis and that basis alone, we make a decision on every issue. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves.